What's up, everybody? This is Monica. And Angel. And you are listening to the, the KG Worship Corner. What's up, everybody? Hey, y'all. We are back with another episode of KG Worship Corner. It's about to go down. So today, we want to talk about quarantine worshipers. Loving the name. (laughs) (laughs) So we got everybody is, you know, the entire wide world is... In the middle of a pandemic, the coronavirus, people are, yeah, people are being quarantined. And so we were kind of talking and having a conversation. Um, and we also did a couple of things like worship at the park with our team mm-hmm. on uh, last Thursday <coughs> instead of going into rehearsal uh, at the church. So we went to the park to worship and um, the experience was, <laughs> it was, it was a pretty good. <laughs> it was a learning <laughs> It was so. Let's talk about that, Angela. Tell us. I enjoyed it. Our leader may have a different experience for you guys, <laughs> <laughs> and I can't wait to hear her side. But I enjoyed it um, for many reasons because um, we love to say a lot of people love to say, and it is true that we are the church. Um, with, you know, the building is not the church, but how often does the church actually go anywhere outside of the building? You know? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so I enjoyed it, especially in these times where everybody is panicking about social distancing and being close to anyone and doing anything except for essential things like work, grocery store, pharmacy. I enjoy just being free to worship the Lord out outdoors, truly to open heaven yeah. and just being free with my, my team just worshiping. So I enjoyed that experience. Yeah. So <laughs> so um give me your experience on just the details of the event. Like um the details of the event like what? Like what you mean? <laughs> like all right, so I'm trying to talk her into <laughs> I'm gonna just give my perspective. Give my <laughs> Exactly <laughs> All right, so I'm playing guitar, mm-hmm. you know, which I hardly ever play, but that was good. She I got to good, I had to play an hour or so, however long it was, until the police came. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't there for the quarantine. Yeah, they were there because the park closes at seven. Yes, yeah, so, and we were still trying to worship, and they were like, Mm-mm, "Yeah." <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm playing guitar. We got a cajon, and the guys are beating on the yes, cajon, and. All of us. The singers out there singing. So, you know how it is for a musician. It's like you want to feel the music, yeah. right? So, you know, we're all singing and everything. And before Angel made it to the spot we were standing in singing, we had one of the girls uh, just kind of lead off in a song. And so she's singing a song. And she's singing it like so soft. Like, are you singing that to me? <laughs> you boo? <laughs> So soft and cute, right? And so, you know, like musicians live for the stage. And we're standing outside in the biggest stage ever. Like, I mean, the world is your audience. You know, there are no walls. Like, Mm -hmm. just let it out. Mm -hmm. And so um, they're singing all soft and cute. And I'm playing guitar, you know. So I'm not hooked up to any equipment. But I mainly hear myself playing guitar. <laughs> so um, All these voices around me. I, yeah. I, now, now I see clearer what you was expressing. 
Like, what is up? Let me tell y'all something Monica said that cracked me all the way up. So we're in the middle of worshiping and singing and praying and calling down Jesus. She was like, sing louder. Sing like y'all do when y'all have those microphones in your hand. <laughs> yeah. But I felt that, though. I felt that. Right, yeah. But, you know, she's saying... Like y'all calling on Jesus, but I was like, <laughs> if he had to depend on ears to hear y'all to hear, he wouldn't have heard y'all today. <laughs> Is y'all whispering? Y'all got a whisper spirit on. Man, I'm like, I'm. I was excited. Like I was like, man, so we outside. Mm. I'm about to sing until the whole world hears. <laughs> so vibe, not the whole world, just these little amps. Those vibes. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to worship to go that loud. Right, oh, right. That far. It's kind of singing to those amp piles or something. <laughs> just y'all too. But you know, so I'm I'm on guitar. That's a new thing for me. I'm right. not skilled yet at singing and playing <laughs> the guitar. But you were free and trying to flow. So. I couldn't like just get up and kind of dig in like I wanted to. <laughs> so you had to concentrate. I had saying. to concentrate. <laughs> so on top of that, having to concentrate, you didn't hear you didn't hear too much volume. I didn't hear too much volume, you know, trying to get people to get get me into. I need to feel it, you know. So what you're saying about us quarantine worshippers? So is is that <laughs> all right? People have a tendency to feel like you know. I'm just as effective worshiping God inside or in my mind than I am with my mouth of being loud. But the point of our voice is so important and valuable for us to understand. Like when the scriptures talks about life and death being in the power of the tongue, right? Like that tells of how using our words, using our voice is a weapon itself. And so when you can take the opportunity to proclaim something in the atmosphere, you can shift things and transform things. And a lot of times when you're uh, focused or, or suppressed with that volume on the inside or in your mind or just in the the vicinity of yourself, it's hard to pierce through layers that exist to hold people captive, Mm -hmm. right? And so at certain volumes, honestly, you're only affecting yourself, Mm. right? Because how far does my sound carry, right? We've seen sounds, you know, maybe like in a sound class or a science class or something like that. Like if you ever saw the waves of sound that may come from a voice, right? That distance depends on volume Mm -hmm. and um, the the effectiveness of the resonance and how it pierces through different layers. Just, it depends on how you carry that out. Mm -hmm. And so we're in open air, you know, we're over the city. It can travel a lot farther. It can travel a lot farther. You know, we, we've been spending time in church screaming over the mics about saving the city and now you're out here now we're outside and nobody's screaming why you're not screaming now why you cowering because you know like we talk about how hard we want to go for god right and that's so easy to do when you're sitting inside of a isolated location in your comfort place with all the churchy people who agree with you yeah we're gonna go hard for jesus and then when you get outside in the middle of everything surrounding you who does not have jesus like Mm. that same boldness all of a sudden it's in quarantine (laughs) (laughs) 
Now my worst cake is has to be social socially distanced. Yeah. <laughs> my worst is so, that's so funny. My worship has to be kept away from you for your safety. Yes, for your safety. For my safety. For my safety. For my safety. For my safety. Because I'm be embarrassed. I'm I'm a, I'm ashamed, right? So mm-hmm. I, I saw I can't people be naked and unashamed right now. So there wasn't that many people at the park. It really wasn't. At all, right? Mm -hmm. And the level of distraction, (laughs) I felt like people were having, like, while singing, right? Because distraction can affect how much you put out as well. Mm -hmm. If my mind is divided, then my body is divided. I'm not all in. Mm -hmm. Yep, you're not all in. And so, to me, when you you worship, when you pray, you got to be all in. You know, it's all or nothing. If you want to be effective, it's all or nothing. And mm-hmm. and we talk about like quarantine worshipers. That's what we get a lot of times. We get people with half or part of them in, which is just their mouth at a certain volume, <laughs> and the rest of them is in quarantine. <laughs> and so it it in essence affects what I'm able to fully give mm-hmm. in authority and in power, right? And how I can affect the world around me and so even when we're on our jobs mm-hmm. when we're in our neighborhoods we're around our families mm-hmm. you know like we gotta live out loud we gotta live out a, a lifestyle that screams jesus yeah. like we go hard on social media well yeah. you're just typing that because when you go to the family hands. party we don't see it right i don't see you you know taking over the music <laughs> Nah, that's for some. But but you but but we're like mm-hmm. screaming in church, save my family. You know, now you have an opportunity. Now you have an opportunity, and so I that think boldness. we're called to live out loud. Yeah, not in the four walls. Absolutely. We're called to live out loud in the world every day. Yeah. So like, you definitely challenged Kadish. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely challenged us as a group and. I mean, literally, the church I was raised in used to go to Canal Street and do this all the time. So I haven't done it in years. But I know for as a group, as a team, they were all like, so what are we doing here? Yeah. What is really going on? I'm see how serious y'all are about yeah. this. Yeah. You know, so I think the more we do it, the more we will grow as a team yeah. to just become free. And it will liberate us as worshipers because what I like liked about it was we don't do this for a performance. We teach that all the time. But in moments like that, you'll really see whose heart is truly in it. Are you doing this because you think you got a little time on the microphone? Are you? This is who you really are. Yeah. You know, so in those opportunities, you're not on the stage. You're not surrounded by the people. Say, oh, yeah, sing, sing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you singing good. You don't have all of that. Yeah. Now it's time to just be it. To be it. You know, Absolutely. and so I think we will grow. Absolutely. So I think let's talk about what are some practical things we can do to like bring our worship out of that state of quarantine when we enter into the world. Right. And when I say quarantine too, my visual is mostly thinking about like you locked up in the church with your worship and it don't go anywhere else. Like, (laughs) or with your, your loud prayers, you know, and it didn't go anywhere else or in your house and it doesn't go anywhere else. else. Like just, been ashamed to just kind of sing out and to me creating community a group of people who have that solid heart and unafraid unashamed you know everybody jumps on the lecrae and 116 wagon we ain't ashamed we ain't ashamed <laughs> <laughs> <But y'all> shame. <laughs> completely shame 
completely shamed. Right. And so, how do we how do we begin to be worshiping? In spirit and truth, because to me, that's what that looks like. If I want to get to spirit and truth, I gotta plow through those hard places of resistance uh, that keeps me from living that out in my everyday life. I think a big thing, like you said, is community, is people seeing it. Because you're talking about a whole culture shift. Yeah. When people, all they know is I do this at church, and yes, sometimes I do this at home, but I do not do this out in public. No, yeah. I do not break out singing at Walmart. No, I do not break out singing in the park. So I think it would have to be community. They would have to be around our people who helps them see. Just like we talk about house to house, people who this is in conversation. Yeah, me and Monica, we were at the gas station. We just started laying hands on people. Yeah. You know, yeah. and they say, oh, this is what we do. Yeah. You know, and then it becomes a part of them because the way the people were discipled was they saw people doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. now they're like, their mind is being shifted and open to understand that this is what the church looks like. Yes. As opposed to being raised in a church where this is only what you do on Sundays. This yeah. is only what you do in your prayer closet. No, this is how we live. This is how we live. You know, this is yeah. not just something you do. So I think it would have to be community and seeing it and being around it. You, know? Some, you made me think about purpose and, and because um, that's important today mm-hmm. because... I think there's a couple phases you have to get through in trying to discipline yourself to that. And, um, you know, one of them is shame uh, or fear or just your mind being on who may be looking at you and what people think. Um, And the other thing being like that being a distraction in and of itself. The other thing being maybe like, um, you know, wanting to be seen for the purpose of social media Mm -hmm. and, you know, make... I'm making something happen or to have commentary, right? And so when you don't have a true purpose behind something you do, it's easy for all those things to overtake what you are doing. Mm -hmm. And so I think understanding, okay, God, what are you looking for in this moment? And what do you want to do? How do you want to impact or affect the, the world around me you know if I'm in the grocery store and I just start singing like am I singing out because I want somebody to start taking a video of me right. and get one million views I want to go viral kind of thing or am I singing because the Lord told me somebody here needs healing and for them to hear this song they'll begin to be healed right I can shift the atmosphere of this store or like a, 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 a robber is coming in here but i'm changing this entire atmosphere to release Mm. angels in the house so darkness can flee right like what is that if we're called to god in the world and preach the gospel what does that look like in its various forms and how do i transcend the world from from darkness to light and Mm. so it's just being willing to go like god what is your intent here in this moment i'm here Mm. to buy some groceries but how can i shift the atmosphere yeah that walking in the spirit that living in the spirit is so true. You made me, my mind go back to a friend of mine. This just shows you what it means to live in the spirit and you don't even know what you're doing. The, either the Lord led her into this song or she just began singing this song of worship. One time she was at a convenience store, she was picking up this, the same oatmeal and things that she does every morning. She began to sing this song that the Lord led her to. And then when she got to the um, cash register, the lady just broke down crying because everything to the T that she needed was in that song. Yeah. Healing. Yeah. You know, and you just think you're just doing whatever but just like you said what is the spiritual reason behind what the lord has behind what you're doing you know you just think you're going to the store for your oatmeal and your little cereal or whatever you know and the lord is like no you're on assignment for that soul so she can know i am going to absolutely you know yeah but it's about bringing bringing life purpose to what we do you know not just you know, I have a gift of singing, so you know, people hand you a microphone. Right. You know, anytime you go somewhere, okay, 
But why? Like, why do you sing? Like, why Why was I given a gift to sing or to write or to play an instrument, right? Why can't I be a drummer in the grocery store? It may get on somebody's nerves, but so be it, right? It may also bless somebody. When we stop worrying about people who are against us and start focusing on who's for us, we can impact the world around us with just who we are and what we have. And, like, we're looking for so many tools and techniques and all these different ways to try to save people and it's like take the talent I gave you and use it yeah take the talent come I gave you and come out of that quarantine <laughs> box and affect the affect yeah. the world around yeah. you like with my goodness you know mm-hmm. and with my glory like you don't your the world is your platform you took me back on that one I said this Probably 20 podcasts ago. It just took me back to when I was 17 or however old I was, 17 or 18, in my prayer closet, just singing and ministering to the Lord, having a wonderful time. And he was like, come from under that rock. Because <laughs> I did not want to sing in front of people. And people would tell me, you're a worship leader, you're called to the nation, blah, blah, blah. I don't want to hear it. I like being by myself, alone with Jesus. This is fine with me. And I would do it day in, day out, having a good time. And he was like, come from under the rock, you know, and just realizing you do have a purpose. I sent you into the the earth for a reason. Yeah, this is good. This time we're having, keep this going, but there's some other people I want you to affect and yes. impact yes. with that, you know? And yes. so I remember that just as clear as daylight. Yeah. Okay. Jesus. No man lights a candle and puts it and in. And hides it. And hides it in a bushel, put it in quarantine, right? You go, you go in to prayer, in the house of the Lord, in that in that space with God to be lit. Yeah. And you take the light and you go out and light up the dark place. Yes. Like you don't stay in the place you got lit. lit. <laughs> just stay, keep, keep light. Keep lighting the fire. <laughs> light for what? what? Why? It's already what lit. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true because the mindset of, of, of a lot of people as it relates to church, this is the fill up station or this is your company to get lit. But for what? Like, what? you know, what are you getting filled up for? Yeah. To pour into who? Yeah. You know, nobody just to stay on full, just to keep yeah, eating, just full. to keep receiving. Yeah, or you feel know. like uh, it's because I'm, I'm going to have to go deal with this and deal with that, <laughs> deal with that person. You know, I got all these it? issues. Is that the extent of the Holy you know, Ghost? Definitely not. And not even the thing we're supposed to worry about, right? Mm-hmm. Because he says... He says he handles all of our stuff, right? Stuff, we right. are to go and be the hand, his hands and feet for the people around us. Ooh, let me bring Brother <laughs> Todd White in here. So we've been watching a lot of Todd White and I evangelism classes. And interestingly enough, the Lord had led me to start looking at his stuff a few weeks before I got to the class. And he went to this beer festival, right? And he just was doing amazing, the Holy Spirit was doing amazing miracles and healings and salvations through him at the beer festival. But my favorite part was that it was a beer festival. Absolutely. Because my father used to always tell me, why do the saints act like they can't be around somebody that curse or they can't be around somebody who smokes weed or they can't be around somebody who's like a homosexual or whatever. He was like, did your Holy Ghost, you don't have enough Holy Ghost or something? Like as soon as you get around somebody who is not living the, the same lifestyle, you're like, it's going to jump on you or something. You yes. should have yes. enough Jesus in you yes. that you can be in that environment and impact them. Absolutely. You know, but as soon as, oh my goodness, they're living that lifestyle. I got to keep myself away from them. Do you know who Jesus was? Yeah. and who he hung around you know and so it just excited me that he went to a beer festival because the christian thing today is 
Yes, you come out and you're separate. No, you don't go to the beer festival and drink with them. Yeah. But you do stand out. You know, and they're like, oh, I can't be around it. Like, all of a sudden, they're going to lose all of their Holy Ghost from yeah. being around people who are not filled with Christ. Yeah. I'm like, I love that, you know. And and, and that's, the, that's the type of army that we're trying to build with Kadish and, and with even Inspire, inspiring anybody that listens to us is like, be worship. Yes. Be worship and take that worship and impact the world around you and be unafraid be unashamed right and and to me that looks like you know i mean if you just make a a new habit of going to the park and standing in a random spot and just singing sing like just keep doing it until you break through all of those fears all those insecurities all of the uh desire for attention if that's what it is until you get into the purpose of god where it is spirit and truth right and so like we're talking about prayer um with just people having a hard time praying out loud and and i was like Mm -hmm. i said well once y'all practice praying at home together, turn the TV up real loud and make a pray over the TV. Like, <laughs> you know, practical. something practical to up. like break through dealing with distractions, mm-hmm. you know, no matter how loud they may be. Mm-hmm. And then overcoming like your physical resistance mm-hmm. to elevate your voice. Because like you were saying, a week ago or whatever, like if, if somebody slap you, you're going <laughs> to go off. You're going to be loud. You break your foot, you go out. <laughs> right. So that's not me. I'm conservative. You win a million dollars, I'm going to see how conservative you are. Ten million dollars. We'll see how quiet you are. Yeah. We'll say that's not them, but okay. Yeah. You let yeah. the right situation come up. You'll holler. You will. So, so we want to challenge y'all today to... Find something practical that will help push you out of that quarantine zone of worship yes. and prayer. Yeah, you know, even if out. it's even if you going outside and praying on your porch, right? Because you get a little nervous. Oh, yes, got people walk walk out. Out. <laughs> Like, why don't you sit down and ask yourself the question, why, why does it is, matter? Why does it matter? <laughs> why do I really have a problem with that? Am I really hardcore one one six? I pray in my office at work and no, there's no residents, no patients anywhere close by my office. So I can pray as loud as I want, as quiet as I want. And I'm like, oh no, what if one of my coworkers walks by and hears me praying? And then I said, why does it matter? They yeah, yeah. I hear them cussing and talking about all of the sectivities and everything else yeah. they've been doing all weekend. <laughs> why they can't hear me talking to Jesus? Yeah. If they think I'm crazy, so be it. Yeah. So be so, it. Yeah. So be it. Be challenged. Be challenged. Be Let's strange. be be strange. Be strange. Be, be the peculiar crew. Let's be yes. the peculiar crew of people that Please. God has, has called us to be. And so I want us all to, to take that challenge. And and um, even when you get to a place in crisis, it wouldn't be so difficult to just be who you take are. Take the city, you know? So <laughs> yes. let's do it. Put ourselves in some awkward positions and, and break through the fear, the shame, uh, the insecurities that keep us from being true worshipers in God. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to the KG Worship Corner. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to like, share, and subscribe. See you next time. time.